This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me. Today we are continuing with Changing Self-Image Part 2. Last time I mentioned steps to create a new self-image. And that can be anything we truly desire for ourselves. But the emphasis is on health and well-being for each one of us. Here are some of the steps I outlined in part one briefly. One foremost is self-love and support to create any desired change. Two, visualize the desire and make that visualization in the present, not in the future. The present is what gives it power. Three, align your choices or align the choices to make with the desired goal. Instinct will always let us know what the best choice is. Trust your instinct. Four, journal daily. I suggest journaling each day with regard to the intake of food, elimination, and mood throughout the day. This will serve to bring awareness and focus on the important pieces of our day. Number five, eat three meals a day and don't snack between. Ensure the meals have some amount of protein that will give you sustained energy throughout the day. Number six, watch food combinations. And I will speak more about this topic in future episodes. And finally, keep the six tastes in mind. And the six tastes of Ayurveda are sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, and pungent. Keeping these tastes in mind when choosing what to eat makes meals more satisfying. And remember, eat sweet first. The body digests sweet first. And not just sweets and sugar, but protein is sweet. Grains are sweet. Eat sour in the middle of the meal, which will help digestion. And finally, finish your meal with salads, which are bitter And signal the body to close off digestion and begin to produce the stool. 
following these guidelines will assist the body in digesting, allow the natural balance of the body to emerge, and prevent any ama or toxins from forming that could potentially lead to disease. Now let's continue with more guidelines to help us focus clearly on assisting the body in creating clear channels of information carried throughout the body, creating optimal digestion and complete and thorough elimination so there is no clogging of the GI tract. Number eight, when you eat, chew the food thoroughly. You don't have to chew it 50 times, but chew it until it's broken down. And this serves also to help you focus on the taste of each bite. This is very satisfying to the mind and the body. Even think of identifying each taste. Was that bite sweet? Was it salty? Or was it sour? This is a very satisfying exercise and a good habit to build upon to assist digestion. Many people swallow their food unconsciously. Maybe they're involved in conversation. But they find ultimately that they are not satisfied at the finish of the meal. So they want more because focus has been elsewhere. Number nine. This leads us to the next recommendation. No distractions while eating. Many of us eat while distracted by te television, computers, cell phones, or even music. By focusing on the food, we are giving ourselves the opportunity to relax, refresh, and rejuvenate through the process of eating. We ultimately will be satisfied with more taste and less food. Number 10. I have so often said that Ayurveda acknowledges that we are each unique. Our bodies and the balance of our systems is unique to each one of us. If you put your two palm your two hands together, palm up, the pinkies together, this is an accurate representation of the size of your stomach, your particular stomach. These two hands of yours represent the capacity of food that can be held and digested well in your stomach. 
more than that amount becomes difficult for the body to digest. And think of this when you pile food onto your plate. Ask yourself, can my body adequately digest all this food? Or will it create new toxins and inflammation? Remember, toxins and inflammation are the root of disease. We are all able to recognize when we are comfortably full. Ayurveda recommends eating until 75% full. If you are not sure that you're full when you finish a meal, or when you're in the midst of the meal, sit back in your chair. Take a few minutes to let the food digest and allow the body time to signal that it has had enough. An Ayurvedic recommendation that serves me well, especially during the fall and the winter months, is drinking warm tea or liquids throughout the day. This aids tremendously in the digestion and assimilation of nutrients. I remember before I learned how to eat properly for my body, I was never really certain if I felt hunger. At that time in my life, I wasn't sure what hunger was. And that all revolves around not being in touch with the body. There was a disconnect. And there weren't recognizable signals. So what is the difference between the urge to eat and real hunger? When does the mind give us the urge to eat? When we are sad, lonely, bored, anxious, frustrated, fearful, angry, or even insecure? Or when we pass the refrigerator, when we need a reward, we've worked too hard or haven't worked enough, feel sorry for ourselves, or maybe because it's there. It looks good. It smells good. It sounds good. Or it's just time to eat. So when does the body really want to eat? It's simple. When it's hungry. That's it. When the body is hungry, it's time to eat. And the best choice is something good and tasty and satisfying. 
And the good news is we instinctively, innately, know what that is. The real response to learn is to trust the body. It is the supreme authority when it comes to eating. When we tell the body what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat, we are not respecting the body's innate intelligence and its innate ability to know exactly what it requires to maintain health, energy, and longevity. There is a knowing in the body that tells us when we are hungry or when we are stuffed to the gills. So let's try an exercise now. When you think you are hungry, find that spot in your body. That spot of hunger. Focus on that spot of hunger. Or what you think is hunger. What is it telling you? What is it saying? Use a scale to describe that feeling. Let's try zero to ten. Zero is very empty, very hungry. Five is comfortable and satisfied, but certainly not stuffed. And 10 is very stuffed, very uncomfortable. So put this scale to use. When you are confronted with food and the question of whether you should or should not eat, Most of us love food. I happen to also like to cook and bake. For years I was infatuated with food. But when I turn my focus to what my body actually desired, things changed. I needed less food. I was satisfied with less food, but craved more of high-quality food. I tried to focus on quality instead of quantity. I still love to cook. But I'm far more interested in cooking things that I know are more nourishing for my body and more satisfying for me. So really, I changed my focus from food 
to focus on nourishment for my body. It's a different mindset and one that allowed my body to balance itself with a natural weight and optimal energy. This is the innate wisdom of the body. We just have to trust it. Any food plan, even an Ayurvedic one, which I believe is favored simply because it takes into account your natural chemistry and your natural balance. But even others, if you prefer them, can get you started. But ultimately, no diet will work for everyone. We have to learn to trust the innate wisdom of our body and let it tell us what it needs, what will help it operate at its best efficiency and support us for a lifetime. That's truly what we all want. I hope this part one and part two helped you look at food and nourishment in a different way. As always, if you have any questions or would like some clarification, please visit my Facebook page, Healing Ayurveda, and I'll be happy to respond. My affirmation for today I trust my body to deliver optimal health and abundant energy. I trust my body to deliver optimal health and abundant energy. Please join me next week. Blessings. (laughs) 